Welcome back to Considerations from the Country from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Lanell. So once again, joined by Father Larry Swink. Morning, Father. Good morning, Bill. Today, we are first, today is the Memorial of St. Elizabeth of Hungary. And today, Father's going to focus and reflect on the gospel. So we'll begin with the gospel according to St. Luke. As Jesus drew near Jerusalem, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If this day you only knew what makes for peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. For the days are coming upon you when your enemies will raise a palisade against you. They will encircle you and hem you in on all sides. They will smash you to the ground and your children within you. And they will not leave one stone upon another within you because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. Father. Okay. So what I wanted to focus on on this Memorial of St. Elizabeth Hungary in this gospel is our Lord uh, overlooking Jerusalem and how he wept over it, saying, if this day you only knew what makes for peace, but now it's hidden from your eyes. And uh, it's a very touching, I think we sometimes when we read the gospel, we just miss very sort of um, beautiful um, moments of our Lord where he's looking at Jerusalem and really looking at us weeping about how many most people are going to reject him. And it saddens him. Like God wants to heal us. He wants to uh, give us his peace. Because how many times in the gospel does Jesus say, uh, my peace I give you, my peace I leave with you, right? And, um, and we realize that so many people are not going to find peace because they're not going to accept Jesus on his terms. And um, so I thought what we would do is, is um, I'm kind of going to steal something I read uh, actually this morning in meditation about uh, from a, an article that a Monsignor Swetlin wrote on peace. And he stole something from uh, Jacques Philippe, who has a, a really awesome book on uh, searching and maintaining peace, which is a whole book on how to gain peace when you lose it and what loses peace. And first off, Monsignor Swetlin talks about the term peace uh, it's a biblical term in the Old Testament, and the Hebrew word for peace is shalom, which means to complete or to be complete or whole. It means lacking nothing. And I think a lot of times we uh, feel a lack of peace when we're lacking something. And usually, what's the the cause of our lack of peace is there's a lack of a supernatural um, vision or a lack of Jesus in our life in some ways. So I want to go through four things that. Uh, destroys our peace and maybe ways of looking at it. So our Lord says, if you knew what brings for peace, you know, you would be searching for it. And the first thing is that destroys our peace, according to Jacques Philippe, is the troubles of life and the fear of being without, you know? So, I mean, a lot of times, you know, we, uh, we are, we struggle as humans constantly of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm lacking something and, and therefore I don't have peace. Um, um, and I know what is the solution to this? Well, it's Christ and listening to his words, because what does our Lord say? Stop worrying over questions. Of what are we to eat or what are we to wear? Um, and I think the unbelievers are always running after these things. And, you know, Jesus says your family father knows what you need. And, um, and I think too is, you know, is it enough? I, we have to ask ourselves, is it enough that we have Christ in our life? I mean, and if that's the case, then why are we so, lacking peace, right? That's the first thing. Um, the second thing, uh, Father Jacques Philippe, which is mentioned by Monsignor Swetland in his article, 
brings a lack of peace is others' faults and shortcomings. Uh, and he makes the point is that um, that many times we are the masters of allowing other people's actions affect our inner peace, right? In other words, like, you know, you know, we'd say, well, if, if I didn't have to work with this person or, you know, like, you know, uh, there's a certain personality that just rubs us the wrong way, or maybe it's someone at home. But the question is, is, or someone cuts us off in traffic or looks at it funny or sends us an email. Um, the question is, why do we allow other people to destroy our peace? Once again, if we have Christ, then why does it matter so much what people say and what they do? And, uh, our Lord says, if you knew it lead to peace, he's like, look, you got me. So who cares what Joe Schmo thinks? You know, I mean, um, and I think that's something to, to think about how many times we, you know, we're having a decent day and someone just rubs us the wrong way and we just completely lose our inner peace and allow other people to destroy our peace. And really peace is an inside job. It comes from knowing that Christ is always with us. Why do we consistently allow that to happen? Right. Do you have any comments on that, Bill? Amen. Okay, fair enough. And I think it's the the famous line is, um, you know, from St. Jose Maria, which we all know very well, which is that person doesn't bother me, that person sanctifies me. You know, you know. right now I've been living at St. Joseph with, um, and I think I've been destroying people's peace. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's time to get out of there. It's like you know, invitation is kind of growing. It's like, all right, it's time for you to go home. Yeah, you know, and I, I think I'm, I can be a saint maker, believe it or not with some of my habits, but, um, but I've, you know, I've experienced this too, where I just, I, I will allow, and we all allow people to destroy our peace. Um, the next thing, uh, he says is our own faults and shortcomings. Um, you know, is that bumper sticker, be patient with me. God isn't through yet. And I think, um, I think sometimes a lot of times our peace is because we're not where we want to be right. Uh, in terms of, whether it be morally or spiritually or even physically or uh, waiting for a healing or whatever it might be. Um, I think sometimes, you know, even our own shortcomings, we can think, oh, you know, this isn't working. I'm not getting holy as fast as I want. And um, and I think, too, is that, um, you know, we're reminded in Scripture in the book of James, chapter 5, verse 7, be patient, therefore, my brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer awaits the precious yield of the soil. And um, we just have to realize that, Getting fixed and becoming perfectly holy takes our whole lifetime. And we shouldn't necessarily be too worked up that we are not perfectly holy yet. And uh, and just like a farmer, just keep working, you know, on the field, the field of our soul. And that's continually going to confession, praying, um, not getting overly discouraged, you know, making good examinations of conscience, uh, going to Our Lady, having trust in the power of the Eucharist, all these things. But just like, I think there's a there's a certain thing where we want things so fast that we can, we can um, lose our peace very quickly from our own shortcomings. And the last thing is fear of suffering, he says, which, you know, uh, I know that uh, in a couple of days I'll be going for surgery and I'm kind of excited, but also fearful of, you know, what's the pain going to be like and blah, blah, blah. And, um, I, I just think too, is, um, we have to be very sober of the fact that whether we like it or not, whether we're a pagan or a believer, 
whether we love Jesus or not, uh, suffering is just an inevitable part of life. It's just, it's a daily reality. It's a daily reality, whether it's a physical, uh, uh, spiritual, or an emotional pain. um, We probably, the older we get, are going to experience that on a daily basis. And the question is, do we allow this, whatever suffering God permits, to grow us holier, or do we allow it to destroy our peace? And I know experientially uh, there were so many times I failed in terms of like allowing, you know, sufferings to destroy my peace. And I read something I thought was really beautiful, and it came from this article from Monsignor Swetland. His mother taught him the following line, the will of God will never lead you where the grace of God cannot keep you. And I was like, gosh, you know, like, and that's it. I mean, just read that again. The will of God will never lead you where the grace of God cannot keep you, right? And that's a very, a very um, powerful line where if we realize that God permits a suffering, we also have to realize that God will give us the grace to bear with it well and do his will with it and to be able to bear fruit with it um, and only with his grace. And I think that's also something we could take into consideration is that, you know, we should not have that hallmark uh, line that we give to people all the time, which is, you know, God never gives you what you more than you can handle. That's, that's not true. He does. But he always promises the grace. And that's where Jesus is overlooking Jerusalem saying, if you only knew the grace I would give you, if you just asked me. And it's interesting, you know, what we're looking at, you know, he's probably looking, overlooking the temple. And he's also prophesying that in the year 70 AD, you know, some, you know, almost 40 years after he uh, ascends into heaven, that the Jerusalem is going to be destroyed. And he, look, here's the thing. The truth of the matter is, is those that listened to Jesus Christ and what he said knew to get out of Jerusalem and they saved their lives. And those who did not trust in God were killed. And Jesus talks about in the gospel, what's the problem with the Jewish people? And what's the problem with us? We simply do not trust Jesus. And we, we struggle with his will because we are constantly trying to cram our will into his will and not allowing it to do his work. And if we just slow down, and just said, you know what? Fine. God, if this is your will, so be it. I think we can experience a lot of peace. For the intercession of Elizabeth Hungry, may God bless you all. And, and may you experience some peace today, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.